when someone says, I've got goss, I get like a visceral reaction. It's like I'm hungry for it. Like the thing that will either make me cringe or it'll make me get angry or I'll get on my high horse. It brings out the worst in me and yet I can't help but love it. So why is it that we absolutely cannot resist the goss? I'm Tegan Taylor and this is Quick Smart, a show that feeds you big ideas in bite-sized pieces. So does gossip have a role to play in keeping society running smoothly? What's with our insatiable appetite to hear about the private lives of celebrities, people we'll probably never meet in real life? And how much gossip is too much? One person who would have definitely passed notes in class is Sana Kadar, and she's got the goss on goss. Hello, Sana. Hi, I do have the goss on goss. I love goss. Like, if we were honest with ourselves, we've all been guilty of spreading it. What is it that made you want to have such a close look at gossip? Well, it's something I've kind of always loved, especially celebrity gossip. I'm, I'm pretty big into that. And I host All in the Mind, and it's, you know, all about psychology and, and how, how we behave and how we think. And so I kind of wanted to dig a bit deeper in terms of why we do this. What is it about this behavior that spans all cultures and, you know, human societies? What's going on here? Why do we do it? And why do we love it? What is it about secret information that we just can't resist? Oh, I mean, it's got to be that it's just juicy, right? Like, who doesn't love being privy to something they shouldn't know? There's an element of, um, you know, feeling like you're uh, special when you're being told certain goss. But there's there's a much bigger role that gossip plays. You know, it it does, if you really break it down, what it does is it communicates social norms. You know, it tells us what is and isn't acceptable hit behavior, what the values of our society are. That's kind of like beneath it all. But yeah, on top, it's like just a bit of fun often. Oh, so it feels really naughty, but it's actually us all just knocking and policing each other. Yeah, it is policing, really. I mean, yeah, that's the probably the negative part of it. But, uh, you know, for example, like if you're at work and you're gossiping about a colleague who you think is, you know, sucks up to the boss far too much. And you're wow, just kind stop of talking about me like that. <laughs> I'm talking exactly about you. Um, you might gossip about them, but what you're doing is you're communicating to your colleague that you're talking to that that is something that's seen with suspicion. You know, we what we value is authenticity. And so you're all sort of sharing that, yeah, that's what the value is. And also we should all behave that way because if we don't, someone's going to talk about us. So it's something we've evolved to do. Like humans, uh, one thing that always strikes me about humans is how we've evolved to be so intensely social because living in communities is what's helped us to survive. We have no other natural defences. And so this is kind of an outworking of that. It's a way that we keep societies running together. We've evolved that over time. Yeah, absolutely, because gossip also shares really valuable information in terms of who is trustworthy, who you can collaborate with, who might cheat you, who you should avoid. Like, that's really important information, particularly when we were living in small groups where we needed that info to survive and and keep going. So how old are we when we start gossiping? Well, it depends what your definition of gossip is. So one of the researchers I spoke to is Dr. Kim Peters, who is a social psychologist. And the definition she uses is pretty broad. It's basically sharing any information about a person who's not there present. That's Um, anything. That's kind of anything. And it's almost so broad as to be useless, but there are various reasons I need to go with that definition. So with that definition, we start doing it as soon as we start telling on our friends, right? Like (laughs) the second we're like two, three, four years old and we're like, teacher, that person did something to me. We're (laughs) kind of gossiping. 
But, you know, the, I think the more lay person's definition of gossip wouldn't be quite so broad. It would be, you know, maybe salacious information or, you know, stuff you're not supposed to be privy to. That probably comes a bit later. If it's all about sort of in-groups and dobbing and that sort of thing, that kind of makes sense that we're sort of trying to create a cohesive community that we live in. Why then are we so obsessed with celebrity gossip? These are people I will never meet in my yeah. entire life and yet I am heavily invested in whether I'm team Selena or team Justin Bieber's <laughs> wife, whose name I can't remember. Hayley Bieber. Hayley Bieber. <laughs> What's with that celebrity obsession? Yeah, it's a good question. It's kind of the central question I started off with when I wanted to do this episode because I am obsessed with celebrity gossip and I don't understand why. I follow Demois, the Instagram account. When I was putting this episode together, the um, Olivia Wilde, Don't Worry Darling, that film was coming out and that that whole rollout was just full of gossip. Harry and Styles wrong. v Chris Pine, not uh, not a pairing I ever thought. Yeah. <laughs> ever thought I'd see. But I was just lapping it up, and and I was wondering why do I care? Why am I so invested? And so I put this to Professor Kim Peters, and she reckons it's kind of our brains making a mistake in a way. We're sort of conflating visibility with proximity. So we're hearing about these people all the time. We're seeing them on our social media all the time, and we're kind of like fooling ourselves into thinking they are in our group. Because when we evolved in small groups, the people we heard about were in our group. Um, You know, we weren't hearing about people in a different country. (laughs) We had no way of doing that. So yeah, it's kind of us mistaking visibility with proximity. So we're invested because we think we kind of know these people, but, you know, a different part of us definitely knows we don't. Our silly little human brains. Yeah, but also we're just kind of curious and fascinated by the crazy things people do. Like, it's just a little bit of fun as well. And then it also does come back to what these celebrities are up to and what we're saying about it is, again, communicating social norms. Right. Like, don't cheat on your wife. Don't spit on your colleague. Don't cheat on your husband with your lead actor in the Don't Worry, Darling. (laughs) Just don't. Drama. That would be the lesson, I suppose. (laughs) Lesson learned. So there's a function to it. It's useful in some sort of way. It doesn't feel nice when we're the subject of gossip. And sometimes if this is like, this is a private conversation, no one's going to be listening to this, right, Sana? Mm. (laughs) Sometimes when I have gossiped about someone, I do feel remorseful afterwards. Yes. Yeah. And I think, like, gossip definitely does harm as well. You know, it might be fun, it might be all these sorts of things, but on an individual level, it can, if it's not great information that's being shared, hurt someone. And I think we feel bad when we gossip sometimes because we know that, right? We're sharing information that's potentially hurtful and most of us don't really want to go out and hurt people all that often. So it's kind of just a function of that. There's two sides of this coin, really. Is there a sweet spot? Has anyone researched this? It's very hard to research gossip in the real world. So Professor Kim Peters, when I was trying to ask her about, um, you know, how often do we lie when we gossip? What do we know about that? She was saying it's very hard to know in the real world because we're just not around when these spontaneous conversations happen. So they set up all the sorts of experiments in lab settings where they give people various incentives to share information, potentially lie or not. And what she found from that is unless there's a very specific competition drive, people don't generally lie when they gossip. They may exaggerate, but they're not really lying unless they have a reason to compete with each other, in which case they will lie. Yeah, I can't imagine gossiping freely in front of a researcher with a clipboard or in front of some one-way glass. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's it's a bit of an odd situation. And I did say, like, you know, do we have any sense of what happens in the real world? And she kind of 
you know, had to say, not really. <laughs> We're just not there. So what do we take away from this? Is it is it carte blanche to gossip as much as I like now, now that I know that I was literally evolved to do it? Or is, I'm guessing that's probably not, not the case. <laughs> Look, I mean, I don't think you have to feel so bad about celeb gossip, right? You know, um, but I guess it's just being aware of like what it is you're actually doing when you gossip. And then also perhaps maybe thinking twice if it is like harmful stuff that you're sharing that do you really want to engage in that style of gossip? Maybe not. Words to live by. Thanks, Sana. <laughs> Cheers. 